the following program was made possible by Ward's Lawyers. Find us at wardlegal.ca. Some people call this cottage country. We just call it our home. About a dozen towns, well, communities really, all connected by paved highways, gravel roads, and sure, sometimes, dirt roads. It's an area rich with culture, industry, innovation, farming, art. It's an area with fascinating people who have really interesting stories. And this is where we celebrate these people and their stories and report and explore on our challenges too. We'll also have some fun. This is the Advocate Podcast, stories from Kawartha Lakes. My name is Denny Grignot. Welcome to episode one of the Advocate Podcast, brought to you by Ward's Lawyers and Lindsay, your complete legal team. Find them at wardlegal.ca. On this, our premiere episode, we'll talk trivia and why it's taking over Kawartha Lakes. The people who volunteer as community care drivers are much more than a simple shuttle service. We go on a ride along with one of these special chauffeurs. But first, we'll take you inside the Lindsay Business Association's recent annual general meeting, where the topic that's pretty much on every Kent Street business owner's mind is, hey, uh, hey, folks in the orange vests over there with the jackhammer and, and the dump truck and the bulldozer, uh, you really have to be doing that right now. We're trying to tell our listeners about what's facing Kent Street for the Um, no doubt about it, the next three years are going to be incredibly challenging, um, but there's great value in working together, and that's what we wanted tonight to be about. We'd like uh, to welcome all the new businesses who have joined us in the past year. 2020 and 21 and 22 is going to be challenging for everyone, but exciting. Okay, we took some creative liberties there with some sound effects. Melissa McFarland and Charlie McDonald were not competing with heavy construction noise at their recent Lindsay BIA meeting. But they, along with businesses in Lindsay's downtown core, are preparing themselves for more than a year of their main street being dug up. But the mood at this meeting, it wasn't the hostile environment you might have expected. There were no pitchforks. No picket signs. Heck, they didn't even need a question and answer session. It was offered, but no takers. BIA board chair Charlie McDonald says it's largely because businesses, like his, he owns the Grand Experience restaurant, they've been bracing themselves for this. Our reaction was always is, is that it's going to be very tough for downtown. We, we knew it was going to happen. We knew the infrastructure had to be done. Uh, we've talked to other cities, uh, and we knew that uh, it's going to cause a lot of pain. So uh, first thing we did right off the bat was got involved uh, with engineering, economic development, talked to the mayor, and I think that really helped us uh, so far, uh, you know, uh, getting involved and, and seeing what we can do to help uh, get past this uh, reconstruction. Uh, what are we going to do to uh, survive? Uh, so, uh, you know, back entrances, front entrances, uh, do you do takeout? Uh, do you do things that, how are you going to get the business that you might lose just because you might not have the, the foot traffic? And that's what we're all focusing on right now. There are merchants who I'm sure you've bumped into have said, why does this have to happen? Why can't we just live well enough alone? What do you tell those people? 
well. Um, to be positive, you tell them at the end of the day, it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful downtown that'll last for the next 50 to 75 years. Um, work with us and we'll work with you and we'll make sure that uh, we'll try to make you successful. You're coming from a different point of view too, given that you do have a business. You're not some omniscient person from the city. How much weight does that carry with those naysayers? Well, and absolutely, and there's lots of restaurants and lots of business downtown, and we all look at uh, ways that we can help each other. And I think if we welcome everybody through our back door that can get to our neighbor, I think that's going to really help everybody to be uh, be successful. And uh, and so far, uh, we're all talking, and we we have some really good young entrepreneurs that is really working and we're all working together. What's the biggest challenge right now? I heard a lot about parking, but that's certainly yeah. not the only one. Parking's always been a, a, a going to be a challenge, but uh, we, we will address that as it comes. And you know what? You can't, can't foresee and you can't do anything that you don't know. So once we find out things, we'll work with them. We've been taking care of the parking now for a little over two and a half years. The city gave us that responsibility. Uh, they're very happy in what we've done. So And what have you, you know, done? Uh, we hired our own liaison, so we decide... Uh, uh, when tickets are given out and uh, you know it's never been about tickets it's always about being friendly and welcoming people downtown and that's uh, you know that's what we've always said so going around giving tickets is not the answer downtown it's welcoming people downtown and just keep the traffic flowing at tonight's meeting you welcomed comments nobody had anything to say I'm just wondering what has this done for, for the business community in, in terms of galvanizing you or or maybe even creating conflict possibly with you and some of the others well I looked at the group tonight and I, I'll bet you that we've talked to probably every one of them and I think that most of their answers probably have been uh, answered and uh, yes uh, they might not be happy but they're they've been answered and uh, it was obvious tonight by having nobody having questions nobody was mad because we know what's coming up and we just have to work together to make the best of it what do you think this conversation will be like two years from now? I'm a strong believer that people are going to be very happy the way the downtown's going to look, and I think it's going to bring a lot of business. So keep working hard, let's survive, and I think it'll pay off. What would you like to tell the consumers out there, the people in Lindsay, who are cursing the fact that they can't drive down Kent Street? What, what can you tell them? Well, we're going to tell everybody out there that still come downtown. It's, it's going to be a, a little painful. Uh, we're going to, they're going to be out of there by June. Uh, there will always be a way to get all the businesses. The sidewalks will be open. Please don't forget about us. Please come down and, uh, and we'll welcome you at our doors. I'm going to ask you point blank. Will everyone make it through this? Well, I hope so. I really hope that everybody does. And the people who work really, really hard to uh, do everything they can to promote their business and we promote everybody, I'm very hopeful that everybody will make it. Will they? I'm not sure, but I'm sure are hoping that everybody makes it. Hey, thanks for being with us. Quick question. What news magazine podcast from Kawartha Lakes launched in mid-February 2020? The answer is, well, you know, it's this one, the Advocate Podcast, stories from Kawartha Lakes. So how was my trivia master delivery there? Because there might be a part-time gig in my future. You see, at last count, there were no fewer than 750 trivia nights in our area. That's based on research I made up just now. Uh, okay, not 750, but trivia nights are becoming a thing in our parts. February 22 at the Omimi Curling Club, March 7 in Downeyville, and in Fenland Falls, the Fenland Falls Brewing Company regularly holds one on Thursdays. So why this sudden popularity, locally at least, in trivia? 
Well, join me, dear podcast listener, as we enter the top floor of the Pie-Eyed Monk in Lindsay. This is where the old jail museum holds regular fundraising trivia nights. It's where I, along with Team Advocate, recently competed against about a dozen other teams of eight or nine people each. And it's where I quizzed the museum's Barbara Doyle. Quizzed? You get it? It's where I asked Barbara about this local phenomenon. Number 13. Whose name was printed on the rear end of every Cabbage Patch Kid doll? Whose name? Some people were skeptical that this would work. Why did you know that this would work tonight? I think a lot of people are missing that thing to go to for a couple of hours on a weeknight that's a grown-up activity, but not out too long. So, you know, a couple of hours is great, um, not too late at night. And people like to get together with their friends and have real face-to-face conversation. And people are fairly competitive, so that nice, fun competition that's in aid of a charity is always a good thing to go to. Number 29. What animal does mohair come from? What animal? You mentioned the competition. What did you notice just watching the people? It was really wonderful to see the answers that we weren't sure of, like the questions we weren't sure of that they would get. They were like, yes, they got it. Because of the difference in the age ranges, we weren't sure if it would play against everybody, but it really did. And the teams are varied. So people were just having a great time just competing even amongst themselves to know who got the answer, not even against other teams. Okay, here's the big one. Here's, here's the big, big one. one. This is on me. I got to get this. No pressure. No pressure. I'm going to bask in the glory of knowing what the Buggles song was. Team Advocate's always great. Oh, yeah, yeah. The video killed the radio. I'm I'm going to bask in that. Okay, you're obviously a seasoned pro when it comes to this. You have some experience. So what does it take, in your opinion, to excel at this as a competitor? To excel at trivia? Uh, Basically, just letting your brain wander to everything you ever learned or knew or random fact. It's You never know what the questions are going to be and what you might have perking around. In the TV show, The Simpsons, what are the names of Ned Flanders' children? How do you deal with the stress? Because I noticed that just playing this, that oh, I might were you know stressed? These, well, yeah. <laughs> if I were sitting around a coffee table, I'd know these answers, a lot of them like that. But the, well, the, given the environment, I was more stressed. So how do you deal with that? I think it's just meant to be a fun time. So frankly, a little beer from the Pie-Eyed Monk helped a lot of people. And... Uh, no, it's just meant to be a fun time because there's no real prize other than glory. Um, there's no People don't have a lot of money. It's only $2 to play. It's in support of charity. So I think people come out and, and there's nothing to be lost. So it's just all for fun. Number 18. Prince Charles and Lady Diana were married in 1981. My thanks to Barbara Doyle of the Victoria County Historical Society and uh, the Quizmaster. The Old Jail Museum's next trivia night is February 27. Oh, right, you're probably wondering how Team Advocate did. Well, let me answer that in the form of a question. What Kawartha Lakes-based magazine, and now podcast, tied for first in its debut as a trivia team? Yeah, you know the answer to that one. Hey, thanks for checking us out for free. 
You want to know why you're able to listen to The Advocate Podcast on our website or download it for free? It's thanks to our official sponsor, Ward's Lawyers and Lindsay. Jason and Chris Ward and their team offer a wide range of legal services. Learn more at wardlegal.ca. And in this very first episode, we bring you a semi-regular feature wherein we introduce you to what is quite probably a new or unfamiliar word, but a word, noun, verb, adjective, heck, maybe even an adverb, that is especially timely and pertinent to the people in Kawartha Lakes. We do this with some help from the folks with Kawartha Lakes Public Library. We call this feature... Well-defined. 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 What does that mean, anyway? Well-defined. According to the dictionary, I think that means well-defined. Okay, I'm at the library now on Kent Street with Lindsay Bowen. She is the library specialist for outreach and community engagement for the Kawartha Lakes Public Library. Thank you so much for being with us, Lindsay. Thank you very much for having me. I'm really excited to be on here. Okay, well, before we uh, we uh, we introduce our listeners to the very first well-defined entry, which you're going to provide, um, what do you have? What do you have going on at the library these days? Uh, so we have a new book club called Pages and Pints, and uh, we actually host it at the Pie-Eyed Monk Brewery uh, right across the street. Uh, so we meet the third Thursday of every month and uh, talk about different topics. So, for example, coming up, we've got uh, Marginalized Voices. Uh, so that's always a really great program. If people want more information, there's a Facebook group called Pages and Pints Kawartha Lakes. Um, another one I'm bringing you uh, is from Kinmount. Just mm-hmm. make sure we're getting out to uh, other library locations as well. We do have 14 in the city of Kawartha Lakes. Um, they have started a doc and talk program. Uh, so essentially you uh, watch a documentary and uh, get to just sort of discuss that after. Uh, the first one coming up is also uh, the third Thursday of the month and they are showing The Land Between, which I think is uh, very uh, locally originated. Great. Okay. Well, I'm, uh, we're looking forward to that. Okay. So set up what our uh, our first entry is for this special feature. What word did you come up with? Okay. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. All right. Consanguineous. Is our word. That's correct. Yes. Okay. So that means of the same blood or origin. So I thought about this in terms of family day that's coming up. Um, so I can use this as an example. Uh, so people do not need to be consanguineous to be considered family. So it is a noun then. It is. Consanguineous. Consanguineous. Okay. Did I pronounce that properly? I think so, as long as I did too. <laughs> well, if you look at the dictionary, I think they have the little hats on the word. So we and know I wrote the... that down too to practice it. Consanguineous. <laughs> Gwinius. That's right. Okay. Consanguinius is now part of our lexicon. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Thank you very much for having me. My name is Linda Williams from Ward's Lawyers and Lindsay, your official sponsor of the Advocate Podcast, Stories from Kawartha Lakes. Consanguini, consanguinius. I'm not even going to try to spell that one. You are listening to episode one of the Advocate Podcast, Stories from Kawartha Lakes. Hey, Mike. What are we doing? All right. I'm tagging along. Thanks for letting me tag along, man. <laughs> no problem at all. Appreciate it. Yeah. So I'll show you what I've been doing already. Okay. So, Those are your, uh, yeah, your so, destination sheets? That's right. So I get this the day before. Okay. And then I call the clients and tell them. That's that Mike, as in Mike Puffer, just one of the many drivers for community care who shuttle people in need, those who are elderly or with special needs, to and from their appointments, anything from medical visits and treatments to community services and social gatherings. Now, the drivers do get their mileage covered, but this is really a volunteer gig. And it's something that Mike, who used to have a full-time paid position with community care, has really embraced since retirement. So 
I've already, I was up at uh, the hospital at quarter to seven this morning, took this man to dialysis, and we're going to pick him up uh, shortly after 11. So now we're going to pick up a lady and take her to uh, the eye uh, optometrist. Yep. And then we're going to pick up our fellow at uh, dialysis, take him home, go back and get the lady at uh, the eye doctor. This is not a leisurely drive, is it? I mean, you've got checkpoints. You've you got to make this schedule. See what I did? I, I actually, oh, you've written it down I here? actually wrote out my list of, you know, and there you are, 1045, Denis <laughs> comes, 11 a.m., 11.15. Yeah, it's busy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm happy yeah. to... Tag along if you'll have me. Absolutely. Come on, let's let's go. All right, car's already warm. You really are more than just doing the job, though, of, of driving. Well, I find that as you go along, you, you know, you you exchange pleasant chit chat, and uh, people people like to open up, and, and sometimes maybe they tell you more than they really should. How do you deal with that? Well, it's, you know, you just, you respect their privacy. You just nod and uh, emphasize with their situation. Uh, I think people like to just talk and uh, have someone listen. Describe that first day to me when you were behind the wheel. Well, you know what made it, uh, what eased those butterflies? My very first trip was to take a lady to the community health center, uh, the building where I used to work. So uh, she asked me if I knew where I was going, and I assured her I could get her there. <laughs> okay, so this is pickup number two today. This is pickup number four today. Number four, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Irene, this is Denis Grignon. Hi, I'm good, I think. <laughs> so what's this like for you, Irene, getting to where you have to get versus taking a cab, knowing that it's, you know, this familiar face and this familiar voice? Well, I like to take community care because I know that they have a, a police check, so I know that they're okay. And the carts are usually much cleaner than, let's say, if you're taking a cab. <laughs> and I have more confidence in the drivers. And actually, I've always had a very pleasant driver and a very careful driver. So we'll see what, uh, what Mike is like, right? <laughs> Oh, so is this your first drive with Mike? With Mike, yes, okay. yes. This is an experience. Okay. So you better drive carefully or All I'll right. report you. Okay. <laughs> well, we're, we're into it now for about 40 seconds or so. How's he doing? He's doing very well, and he was very pleasant. He came all the way up to the door to get me. I thought he wanted to come inside. Okay, well, I think I may be about an hour. Okay, well, that's fine. Okay. I'll give you my phone number, but okay. we'll plan on an hour, and if it's earlier, you can call me. And most of the drivers I've had so far, they're very patient, like waiting. Because sometimes, you know, you tell them you'll be ready in an hour, and it's an hour and five minutes and ten minutes, or, and you're sitting on pins and needles, so the driver's going to leave me. <laughs> we won't leave you. Okay, that's fine. What do you do for that hour, or in, well, as Irene said, in that hour and a half case, possibly, yes. where you have to kill time? What do you do, Mike? Well, I bring a magazine or a book with me. Um, uh, one day I had a dialysis patient in Peterborough, so that's four hours. So I went to the Peterborough Library, found a nice comfortable corner and read my book. Can you see yourself ever doing this this no, role, Irene? No, 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 Why not? not at all, not at all. No, I, uh, I don't think I'd be as pleasant as some of the drivers I have. Tell me about that pleasant personality. Why is that important? Well, um, it makes the ride easier and it uh, calms you down a little bit because I think when you're going for a doctor's appointment or something, people are edgy, 
like I'd say, I'm edgy. So if you have a nice driver that's going to talk to you all the way to uh, you know where you're going for your appointment, it kind of calms you down. If uh, the clients want to chat, uh, just offering a kind ear. Um, uh, you don't want to get into too many uh, personal uh, things about them, unless they offer that. And then what do you do? Well, you just nod and uh, emphasize with them and uh, smile politely. There's opinions and there's people of all walks out there. And uh, so maybe in a way it's, it's good to, uh, to uh, be reminded of that. Okay, I'll get Irene in. Yeah. Okay, it's okay. I can make it in. I can make it in. Are you sure? Well, I've got my phone number here. Okay, will you give it to me? It was a pleasure meeting. Same here with Irene. You know, and and just so you'll know, how, you'll know how small a town this is, you may bump into my wife in there. She was getting her eyes checked this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. What, what's her name? Nancy Payne. Nancy Payne? Okay. Yeah. You know what I always say? Is, uh, that means you have to be careful uh, what you're doing because somebody knows you wherever you go. <laughs> what do you prefer more? The talkative client or the one who's very reserved and just get me from here to there? Oh, um, definitely someone who's at least able to, uh, you know, exchange a conversation about whether it's just the weather or, or, or whatever. Um, yeah, if they're quiet and really are, uh, and they, they, they might be for a good reason, you know, if, if it's a medical appointment, they might not be, you know, that well. Um, that's okay, too. I certainly respect that. Straight up, Mike, is there ever a, uh, a client you're going, okay, got to brace myself a little bit for this one? Oh, for sure. Um, you know, they may be um, high maintenance or... Um, What's high maintenance? Oh, um, just, uh, you know, uh, I, I had a, uh, a mother with her young uh, child who had some uh, learning challenges, and he was a uh, nice little kid, but um, just all over the place. And I was left with a sense of, uh, boy, that mom, she, she, she must be beat by the end of the day. So this guy's name is Dale. There we go. Thank Dale, you. Dale, take the wheelchair back. Okay, thanks. Yeah, uh, I tell you, thank God for these drivers. I, I'd have nowhere to, to get around without community care. I'm looking at Mike, you know, buckle you in. He's this kind of gentle soul. Right, yeah. What's that like for you to... To know that you know you've got this regular person oh, that you see on a regular it's, basis. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. What makes it awesome? Oh, just everything. Um, all the help I get, uh, the the care the drivers have, and oh, a great guy. <laughs> no, they're they're all great guys. They they uh, they do this out of their heart. Not too slippery here. No, I should be okay. Dry pavement, actually. See ya. See you later. Thank thanks you. for uh, thanks for letting me hang out with you. Well, there you go. I mean, you know, he just uh, you know wished me all the best and have a good day, and uh, you really appreciate it, and said uh, hopes that uh, we'll do it again. What have you learned about yourself as a as a person and as a driver doing this? That I like people, uh, like the variety uh, in that uh, every week it's a, uh, it's a different mix and um, that um, there's a, 
bit of a sense of satisfaction at the end of the day that um, I helped somebody get to an appointment uh, even though they didn't drive anymore. That didn't mean that things had to come to an end. My Morning with Mike. Community Care is always looking for volunteer drivers like Mike Puffer. You can contact them by going to their website, cccl.ca. Well, you've just listened to the very first episode of the Advocate Podcast, Stories from Kawartha Lakes. Original music for the program was written and performed by Gerald Van Halteren, someone you should really think about if you're looking to take music lessons. And a big, big thank you to our official sponsor, Wards Lawyers and Lindsay, for making this show possible. Check them out at wardlegal.ca. Hey, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the program. You can contact us through our parent print and online publication, The Lindsay Advocate. We already know you got an internet machine because you used it to find us on iTunes, Spotify, Facebook, or through our website, lindsayadvocate.ca. A new Advocate podcast drops every two weeks. You see, we've got this interweb language down. Drops every two weeks. The next one is February 29. My name is Denny Grignon. To contact me and to find out more about my other gig, you can go to cleancomedian.ca. Okay, Gerald, or can I call you GVH? I guess I just did. All right, GVH, take us out. <laughs> <laughs>